Welcome back to the special episode of the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our special guest this week is Tatiana Kiering. Tatiana is a fitness coach, life coach, trainer, model, and I wanted to bring her on the show and really give some advice to all of our listeners um, and really give some motivative advice while we're all stuck in quarantine. And I, I really wanted to motivate everyone and keep everyone's spirits high. And Tatiana can really help with this. And I hope everyone that has been following us is really motivated. I know I have a lot of pageant contestants and models that listen to my show and professional athletes. And I, I want to give the best advice and I really want us all to stay safe and healthy during quarantine. So I hope everyone enjoys this episode and stay safe. And welcome to the show. Hi, so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, I, I've always wanted to have a fitness expert on the show, and um, this is a perfect time, sadly, to really have someone with your knowledge really come on the show with um, with everyone in quarantine. So I really wanted to bring on one of my expert friends that is also a model and um, really get your perspective. So why don't we give our get our our listeners a brief background of your experience being a model and also a trainer, and then we can talk about some of the uh, helpful tips that we can do to keep everyone in shape so they don't um, get the um, quarantine 19 pounds, as they're calling it now. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so a little bit about my background. Um, I grew up in Russia, in Moscow, um, and I came to the U.S. Um, when I was 19. Um, back in Russia, when I was in college, um, I got approached by um, a modern agency to be in their like fashion catalog for like a fashion designer, and I'm like, okay, why not? So I tried it, and uh, I liked it. So, and I was and, always like, yep. And prior to that, you had you had never modeled before. They just happened. No, to so like it was like my first year of college. From, oh wow! Like I was 17 or 18 years old then. So like, was I that really it. a flattering thing to you? Then was that out of the blue? <laughs> it was out of the blue. Yeah, I was just stopped, and they're like, "You have great, you know, looks." So I'm like, "Why not? Sure." Like if I can make some extra money when I'm college, and and I loved it. I love doing it. You know. And how did the fitness component? come into your life so my dad is an athlete um he's a boxer and he's just did so many sports when he was younger he was always like trying to teach me to how to work out and be healthy and blah 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 so and when i came to the u.s when i was 19 um you know i started partying here and and just eating not really healthy the food is different in this country so in three months I gained 40 pounds pretty much so and then I decided I'm like oh my god like I'm gaining so much weight I need to do something and I love working out so I at first I started running and I ran 5k's I got like second and first place in the 5k's 
And um, and then I saw a magazine with the Bikini Girls, the competition, Bodybuilding Bikini Girls. And I was like, oh, my God, those girls are looking amazing. I want to be – I want to be looking like that. So and then I decided to compete. I mean, is that something that um, you think that is a thing that happens to most people that move from one area to another where um, – they tend to gain weight no matter if it's from another country or just uh, domestically. Is there some kind of, is that something that happens when you stress eating or just traveling? It's everything is stress eating. Um, the culture change for me, um, just a different environment, you know, lots of partying and stuff. And it's just having fun. You don't, you don't notice that you gain weight or anything. But then I realized, you know, I was a model uh, back in Russia, and it's just I cannot let myself go. I need to, I need to get back on track. So yeah. So do you have a certification and training then? Yes, I have a couple certifications. I have a personal training license. I have a group training, um, class training certification. I have a nutrition license. So yep. So. I have a couple. During this uh, quarantine, are you offering um, online classes or virtual classes? Absolutely, yeah. I um, I offer different classes online, free classes as well as paid classes and free um, uh, face-to-face online training. Okay. So for our listeners that are pageant contestants, so they need long, lean bodies, um, maybe not as much heavy weight lifting because they're not looking for that bulky right. look. Um, what are some some good recommendations for house items that they could use to stretch out and use that could really help to keep off what they're now calling the the COVID nineteen pounds or the the <laughs> freshman? I guess in college they would call it the freshman fifteen, but we're now that it, we're in uh, quarantine, the quarantine nineteen. So yes, so for. This type of clients, I um, definitely recommend just body weight exercises, lots like Pilates movements, um, lots of exercises on the mat. You can use a chair, lots of stretching, and just body weight movements. Um, that's going to keep your body lengthy and lean and not bulky. Is this all stuff that they should do by themselves, or would you encourage their significant other or or family to do together, um, to be more motivating? How, what's the best way to really continue the process? And is it hard mentally to, to do workouts that you may have never done previously to the quarantine? It's yeah. I mean, it's super hard if you've never done anything and you sit in here, it's so hard to, get into this routine and you know just start doing if you don't know what to do i definitely suggest researching stuff um there's so much stuff online you can use personal trainers online or you just can search stuff on youtube it's like a lot of things but also it depends on how motivated you're like how strong-willed you're like a person you are like some people definitely need uh, support from their significant others or family members some people don't need it some people just like you know what i'm cool i'm gonna do it on my own and you know i'm just gonna push myself it just depends on your personality now for diet reasons is there anything you recommend them staying away from 
like that may make them sick because they're working out more or may cause them to go to the bathroom. Um, is there any recommendations on that front? The number one is eat as little as possible anything with sugar, processed sugar, anything sweets. That's the worst. So cut the sugar out and that's going to be number one, you know, that's going to prevent you from gaining weight or, you know, or anything like that. Is that primarily because we're in a sedentary time or is that because of stress or is that just a normal thing that you would recommend for a normal client under normal circumstances? Well, number one, we're not moving as much as we, we usually do, you know, when we're not on quarantine and sugar is like the worst enemy for anyone. It's not good for you at all. You know, it converts into body fat, you get addicted to sugar. Like it's like a drug and it's just not good for you. It's not like you can use a little bit of natural sugar. Like that's eat fruits you know, there's fructose and fruits, it's natural sugar, but like refined sugar, just stay away from it. It's, it's bad for your health. So for our clients that may want to build a little muscle in this period and build towards doing lifting out of quarantine, is there anything that you suggest um, that they should do? I mean, I don't expect you to recommend picking up um, sofa chairs and lifting as, <laughs> as an, um, alternative to, to weights, but is there, um, is there any, you know, would you recommend using like, um, used up, uh, gallons of milk as alternatives for weights or, or what, what are your suggestions? People got so creative on this quarantine, like the, you know, it's just crazy. Like, yes, you can use uh, water bottles as dumbbells. You can just use chair, you know, for certain exercise, like do dips or something like that. Push-ups on the chair. You can use your little dogs or your little babies if you have a child <laughs> to squat with it, right? Like using like a weight and it's fun. I'm using my little 12-pound dog. Um, just, you know, it's like so much to do and just body movements, just anything with the body, you can do it. Do yeah. you, do you think that because we're in the situation where they really want you not to leave the house or if you leave the house, you're only supposed to be, um, staying away from people and, and like maybe a cardio sense, is this a good opportunity to focus on doing some some lifting and focus on muscle growth or do you think this is a good time to focus on yoga and long stretching um, and then worry about lifting when you get back to the gym well i don't think you can gain like you can you know gain a lot of muscle if you don't have the right equipment like you can do only so much with the water jobs or whatever so you can just kind of try and try to keep you know, your muscle and try not to lose the muscle, but not really gaining. I don't think you can gain without the professional equipment. Um, yeah, you can definitely do stretching. You can definitely do body weight exercises. You can um, definitely do fat burning, high intensity exercises. You know, there's a, a lot of options, but not really muscle gain. Do you think that in this time frame, depending on we probably maybe we have another month, maybe six weeks. Do you think it's still worth 
the time into purchasing weights um, to work out? Or would you rather recommend taking some classes with you and doing some aerobic exercising or um, doing some dancing classes or um, doing some hot yoga or yoga classes um, than actually going out and buying weights and doing that? Well, I also think it depends on what you like. Like, I love lifting. I cannot live my life without lifting. So I'm glad I have my home gym. So I have a, a, a home gym that has everything, right? So, but I would definitely, if you like lifting, I would definitely recommend purchasing, like, dumbbells or something minimal. Because it's always good to have it in your house. No matter, you know, something happens, you have it in your house and you can use it anytime. So, yes, I would definitely recommend buying stuff. Is there any, um, any, you know, is there a, a good company that you would recommend if you, if you have a home gym, is there any, um, equipment that, you know, is reliable, that is fairly priced? Because if we're talking about weights, I, um, even, even barbells or, you know, just simple, um, hand weights, I know that can be expensive. So, um, is there anywhere that you would think would be a good value? Well, dumbbells are very expensive, I think, and most of most of the equipment that's heavy really expensive. Um, I use Amazon, but Amazon was like sold out of everything because so many people want to buy those dumbbells. Like you know, there there's another option um, to use like stretchy bands. They're cheap and they're great. They give you there's different resistance, different like like a pack of bands with different resistance and you can use those for a lot of different exercises um if you don't have the money to purchase dumbbells or barbells. Now if you use the bands, you're using your own body weight against you, correct? Is that the concept? Yes. But the bands are different um resistance. So there is a set of them. So there is a band which either like easy resistance and it's hard, extra hard, medium. So you can kind of modify, you know, okay. the resistance. So if they focus on that, shouldn't that, if, if done right, and um, I guess we should have started this off as that these are just recommendations. You should seek a doctor's approval and all that kind of crap that uh, we're just giving some helpful advice because we don't want anyone to get hurt. But wouldn't um, that type of resistance build long lean muscle and really give you that nice sculpt look the bands yes yes the bands um they they're good because it's not like you using heavy weights or anything like that and i also would recommend doing um more like repetitions you know than than heavier weight for lengthy leaner body yeah so how long do you think they should be practicing or, or getting in the best shape. Let's say that they've been told that their pageant was in June, but is now in October. Should they freak out and trying to be at their peak for consistently? Or would you recommend for them a different course of action to be at their peak in October? What would be... Um, the game plan because a lot of the pageant systems for the nationals have been moved back and a lot of the competitions have been moved back. So what do you, what are your thoughts on that? So I don't think they should be panicking um, at all. Um, 
because if you're a pageant contestant or you're, you know, runway model and anything like that, you probably know that what kind of nutrition plan to follow, to follow. So number one is nutrition. And, you know, you have to follow a healthy nutrition, low car, lower carbs, lower sugar, a little bit higher, you know, protein, healthy fats. And if you follow a good nutrition, even when you like kind of sedentary at home, you're still going to be, you know, in kind of good shape, not really gaining a lot of weight, but you should still definitely do some exercises for sure. Like Pilates movements, you know, kind of like core exercises, stretching, definitely. But nutrition is like 95%. So if they, if, if we have another six weeks, in your opinion, if they went into quarantine in relatively good shape, they shouldn't automatically assume or panic that coming out of quarantine that they would be set back tremendously as long as they're eating properly. Yes, but, you know, it's easy say, said than done. When you're bored and you're at home, all you can do is just kind of eat, and sometimes you eat out of boredom, you know? So it's it's easy to say that, oh, yeah, I'm going to be healthy, but if you have nothing else to do, you're going to eat. So it's just kind of like training your brain what to do, keeping yourself busy, having hobbies at home, and not just watching TV all day long, having snacks, you know? Do you have any tips to counteract that um, going to the refrigerator every 30 minutes? Um, do you have any tips to, to really help with that? Well, what I noticed was helping me like the first couple of weeks of quarantine, I'm like, oh, whatever, you know, I don't have to rush anywhere. I can just do whatever I want and la la la. And it's just not working. So I realized I need, I need my, like to make my schedule. So even though I'm at home and I don't have to go anywhere, I'm on schedule. So I have my own schedule. I have to do this time. I have to do that. You know, there's so many things you can do. Hobbies cleaning your house, exercising, walking your dog. I don't know anything. So I'm trying not to watch TV until a certain time, you know, and like only like an hour or two a day. So so would it be in your um, recommendation or at least best, best practices to keep the kind of regular schedule that you would have had previously outside quarantine where – if you're waking up at seven, you should wake up at seven. And if you do a morning workout, you should do your morning workout. Yes. Yes. Not necessarily waking up at seven. Like, you know, I wake up not at seven now, I wake up a little bit later. But I'm, when I wake up, I'm not just like, you know, in my pajamas all day going from sofa to sofa. I'm like, okay, what's the plan for today? We're going to do that and then that, you know, and it's just kind of like have my own routine. And not just sitting and doing nothing and bored, bored, like getting bored and eating, you know? Yeah, of course. And also, I, I, like people don't realize, like, you shouldn't snack. You just, should just have meals. Like you have breakfast, you have, you know, pre-lunch, lunch, but snacking, that's what gets you, like, to gain a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to avoid any snacks. Or if I have snacks, to have healthy snacks, like fruits and vegetables. Okay. Um. When we finally get out of quarantine, what are the, some of the steps that you would recommend to your client? Um, perhaps you have to ease them back in, right? Because we're not going to be as 
um, physically active as we were um, six, ten weeks prior. So what are some of the things that you are thinking that they need to do to be able to get to a level where they're going to be able to work out really hard? Because I would assume that your body's going to have to, again, adapt to rigorous workouts. Is that correct? Absolutely, yeah. You just start slow and you gradually increase the intensity and the weights and everything else. You can't just try to start, you know, what you were like 10 weeks ago and then you didn't work out or didn't do anything for 10 weeks and you're just going to injure yourself and it's not good for your health. Are you, recom- always, are you yeah. recommending half of everything? Like if like half your weights maybe if you ran an hour typically you should you should only run for 30 minutes 40 minutes or should you you just you start like like for example like running you start running and if you feel like oh my god i'm exhausted i'm gonna like throw up or pass out so that's not good you know you need to be tired but normally tired not like insanely tired so is it yeah in during this period of time if you do have a Fitbit or a heart monitor, is it important to really monitor that and make sure that that you're when you're doing your home workouts that you're getting a good cardio workout? And then, um, how should you measure that coming out of it? Should you be alarmed if your heart rate goes up, like oh, you know, to a really high point, or is that just your body adapting and eventually it will come to? to be a normal workout. So yes, I do definitely recommend um, wearing Fitbit or Apple Watch or whatever, you know, for the workouts. First of all, you can count, like you can see really the reality, how many steps even a day you do. Maybe it's like only 10 steps, right? From the fridge to the bed. And it's like, oh my God, no. Yes, so it's helping you see how many calories you're burning, how many steps you do. And if you work out, if you're like your heart rate, you know, even your resting heart rate, if it's too high, it's like, oh, that's not really good, right? It, it cannot be too high, resting heart rate. Or like if you work out and, you know, your heart rate is higher than, you know, usually when you work out, that you should be concerned about, like something's not good. And you have to slow down your workouts and, you know, maybe have a little more rest or something like that. And and what is the, uh, what is the typical, you know, 25 to 35-year-old resting heartbeat and what's a hot high heartbeat so it's it's different for everyone right like some people just generically they have low heart rate and like you know i know a guy who is like 70 right he's in a good shape but he his heart his heart rate is like really low um like an athlete if you're an athlete it can be as low as 40 right um, but to calculate your maximum heart rate, you, the regular usual formula, it's 220 minus your age. That's your, okay. should be your maximum heart rate. Like it's a kind of average formula for people. Okay. But if you're an athlete, it can be higher, you know, if you're really, um, like in a good shape. So, so yeah. 220 minus your age. Okay. Yes. So keep that advice out there. And if it does go over that, should you would you recommend definitely stopping right away or or um would you recommend sitting down or like what when is it alarming should should you call the ambulance if it doesn't go down after 30 minutes like oh what? yeah definitely usually so if you're really conditioned like you know and you've been doing hits 
intense workout and cardio for a long time, your heart rate can go higher. Like my heart rate can go like really high, but it goes down once I like, like, you know, cooling down, it goes down like fast. So usually I monitor my clients, especially the clients who just start, you know, vigorous activities. Um, I, we monitor their heart rate. And if I see it's like really high and if they like take a break and it's not going down, that's not really good. You okay. know, that it should like, so if like in 10 minutes, your heart rate doesn't go down at all, you should be really worried about that. Okay. All right. Well, is there any other really helpful things that we should recommend to our listeners that can really help them emotionally and physically through, um, through this, um, horrible situation that we're all going through? I mean, it's really hard for people, you know, it depends. Some people live by themselves and it's they're lonely and everything else. But as long as you, like, I'm reading right now, like, this motivational books. I'm listening to motivational uh, motivational podcasts. I'm trying to keep myself busy because when you're not busy and you're bored, you're getting depressed. So you need some hobbies, you need some interests. You need someone, um, like a team, you know, like friends or family members that you uh, like support each other, you know, motivate each other, talk to each other, you know, sometimes we can dance and, but you well, have, do you, you do you still have opens openings with, with your team? Do you have space where you could take on more clients? Yes. So, um, I'm, I'm doing this classes on zoom and anyone can join, you know, if they have my Instagram page, um, or they have my, you know, my contact information i'm doing the zoom hit workouts and body weight workouts because some people don't have any equipment so we just use body weight and i'm having people from like 15 years old right to like 75 years old and of course we can modify any ex exercises it depends on your level um of how active you are but definitely yeah anyone can join um on zoom yeah and one of the great things is that all of Tatiana's information is in the bio below. So when you guys have an opportunity, click on that. And then I know she will definitely help you. And um, she would be an excellent person um, to get through quarantine alone, be an excellent person to work with and to prepare for both uh, pageant competition or body build or NFC competition or or or. or or a bikini competition. So um, I really do appreciate all of the knowledge. Um, and uh, I hope you stay safe. And uh, I hope um, we'll get you some more clients and get some more people um, off the couch and not being so um, unhappy of what, what's going on right now. Thank you, Paul. It was great. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. And I look forward to talking to you more. Thank you. Bye. Tatiana, thank you so much for taking some time out of your quarantine and giving some advice. I 100% recommend you hiring her um, either some, for some virtual classes or for some gym classes um, for some training when we get out of quarantine. She's an expert, expert trainer, and I think that she would definitely put you in the right direction, and I think you should definitely trust a trainer um, in the situation we are in, I think it would be the best thing for your mental and physical health to have someone there to really work with.
Thank you all. Stay safe. We're all thinking and praying for you.